Welcome to Was It Good? I'm your host, Ravi, joined by Christian Arjuna, my two bros. Today we're reviewing Bandersnatch, a new choose-your-own-adventure story, the first of its kind in the Netflix space. We're talking, does the format work? What story did we take away? And should we pour tea over the computer? I say yes. I mean, always pour tea over the computer. Guys, what? We're just going to jump right into it. Krishna, what did you think? A choose-your-own-adventure that made you actually sit and think. Choose the sugar puffs. <laughs> so I was actually a big fan of uh, choose-your-own-adventure novels back in the day. And uh, it was, we all know it was only a matter of time before they brought that to the, the uh, interactive media space. And I thought it was I thought it was great for the you know first of its kind. I thought they did a great job, uh, you know, in terms of how it worked and whatnot. Like uh, the actual experience, for the most part, was pretty good, except for one time when uh, I think Netflix went down on us. Uh, oh, where it completely crashed. Yeah, yes. but other than that, the experience was very smooth, very intuitive. Well, let's uh, let's. Cla- I didn't. I didn't get you know too frustrated at all with with how it worked. Well, let's clarify though. In terms of the the setup, the first time we turned it on, which was the day it came out, we had my Apple TV connected, and uh, we yes, weren't actually I, able to use I it. Did forget about that. Then one, we yeah. jumped to the Netflix app built into my smart TV. Mm-hmm. Couldn't use that. Mm-hmm. Then we had to go and connect to the PlayStation Netflix. Update that because who uses Netflix on their PlayStation? Then we were able to use it. Yeah, that was that was a bit of the pain. Did we ever figure out why that? You have to have some kind of interactive control or something that could do a feedback. So oh, the PlayStation controllers can rumble. Yeah. Right? So that's but, why. So that's interesting because I looked on my smart TV and it was it allowed me to do it. It has the symbol. But my controller is not a feedback type Did of controller. Did you actually run through it yet? No, I haven't run Try through running it. through it. I'd be curious just to see. Hmm. I mean, it makes sense because the idea would be... Traditionally, when you watch a TV show, you put the controller down, right? And in this case, it actually tells you to like hold on to the controller or keep it near you so that when those situations where you get to choose come up, you're able to kind of right. easily grab the because controller. Because you only get we- Weird side tangent here, but what's interesting about the choose-your-own-adventure format, especially with how Netflix did it, was there needs to be some type of feedback. And we live in a day and age where, you know, a lot of companies and a lot of people are trying to figure out, like, how to utilize VR and AR and and everything like that. Do you guys see Netflix and some of these other companies, you know, pivoting and continuing these choose your own adventures into that type of VR space and and to get more feedback? I think I think making it more interactive. Netflix is actually at a huge advantage compared to any other company because their service is not just an internet-based service right well that's awkward oh hello sir the machine's already listening (laughs) their service is not just on the internet like going to netflix.com they're built into smart tvs they're built into playstation there's an ios app if you take all of this and you kind of look at people's habits right let's take a step back People's habits when you Netflix and chill. (laughs) I see what you did. I don't get it. Um, If you're sitting and you're watching Netflix, a lot of times you're not just sitting in the dark. You've also got your phone out. You're on Twitter. Some people live tweet. Take it a step further where you've got like this Netflix app. You've got these choose your own adventures. You could tie this all in in terms of the experience where you've got like something like Bandersnatch playing. You're live tweeting about it. Your live tweets are also being pumped into the Netflix app, which is also then dictating 
based on how you're actually reacting to the show and changing the adventure. That's kind of like super, super high level where you turn on something, you start tweeting about it, you're complaining about it, so then the story changes and analyzes you. I mean, that would be like the ultimate kind of... I'm taking over your life. So we're really just scratching the surface here. Oh, there's so, you, you so many so, things. You would think so. So I, I think uh, companies like this are always going to think about, you always have to think about um, how much you invest into this kind of stuff and what the payback is. Sure. So I think that stuff is going to come, but it's not going to come as quick as you want it to because I don't think the return on investment is going to be there uh, at the, you know in the very beginning. Netflix was already one the you know this first part because they were the first one to do it right so they've got an advantage there i think you're gonna have to wait until more platforms get into it and it becomes more popular before you see companies be like okay so we've conquered this part now what's the next thing to get customers to you know new customers or get people to keep you staying with Netflix. Oh, okay. VR, AR, you know, that kind of an experience. I would disagree. I would say Netflix has looked at this marketplace, which is becoming increasingly a lot of VOD. A lot of companies are pay a little premium. You get my content. You have like the Disney app that's launching, which is, you know, you could argue is going to murder Netflix or at least rip its arms off. You have, you know, CBS All Access did it already. There's talks of who's the NBC other? app. NBC is now going to be doing it. That pl- that environment, that world where you have the pay a little bit more money and I give you this content is becoming very, very filled. I think what Netflix is trying with this stuff and the interactive stuff, I think we're going to start seeing an increase in terms of them doing more of this weird, bizarre stuff because they were smart about it. They invested up front in terms of the app and analyzing habits. Netflix doesn't have those big names anymore in terms of come to Netflix for the exclusive Marvel streaming movies or Star Wars or this or what. They're losing that, all of those rights. Yeah, but So I think Netflix is going to become maybe the place where you go where you want that new interactive next level story. They also, though, have very good original shows. Right. That's like, well. very good. Like, I, I, at work, I went into work yesterday and literally the first hour was just talking about the new shows on netflix original content are you admitting to do that you just wasted company time no because christian uh, works at multi- undisclosed it's called, it's called multitasking ravi and uh so NASA, a, side note nasa proved it's impossible for the human mind to multitask you no, can't do it okay first of all the illusion uh, and God. let's talk about illusion too that uh, ties back we'll, into we'll, madness we'll, we'll get there but multitasking the your, your definition of multitasking is wrong Multi- multitasking the definition is you're right it's impossible but you're multitasking that needs to just be updated to doing a whole bunch of things and cycling through those things it's not really multitasking it is it's more like oh god just change your definition man change back, back to it's what illusion your, back to what? your original question though what you asked me in the very beginning before we went on this side tangent i really enjoyed <laughs> bandersnatch it was banda what it was crazy it it was interesting unfortunately i don't think it has a lot of replay value once you've i think get through most of it i i, I don't know about that well, well, well that's my opinion your Thank opinion you. is wrong thank you and that is all I will say for now. And I end my turn. Wow. He, Do you move your card into like defense mode or attack mode? No. Or position, sorry. Because there is no card. I activate my trap card. Tuna, what was your 30 seconds? Oh. Go. Recap. Uh, in my 30 seconds. And that is wonderful. 
<laughs> no, I. You know what? I was actually very skeptical when they first announced that. You know, when Netflix first announced they were going to, they were looking into the choose your own adventure format. I was, I kind of laughed at it because I mean, like Krishna, I enjoyed choose your own adventure books, but I, I just hearing that work on a, a Netflix, you know, streamable scale seemed stupid to me. Uh, but I, I think the. I think this first piece of content that Netflix has released was really cool in terms of it being a Black Mirror, part of their Black Mirror franchise, and, and then also really leaning into the choose-your-own-adventure style, making it very much, very meta, very much into into all of that. So I I, I was pleasantly surprised uh, by the whole experience, and I mean, we sat down and played it two times two times so far so far and and both times were you know highly enjoyable to go through and different i I would not say they were the same experience uh the the key i think to this though is it's much more enjoyable in a group because you get to discuss you get to decide Uh, i I don't know how well it would work as a solo type of thing we haven't done it yet yeah but but we should i have and i'm just kidding i haven't done it yet but no, I think we should try it solo as well. But Mr. Hostman, what did you think? I thought it was great. Visually, I thought, you know, you said it already. It made sense to kind of, if we're going to do a choose your own adventure, it makes sense to plug it into the Black Mirror type genre. Sure. They've always been great for visuals. They're always kind of laughing at the idea of technology, and they're always kind of remove that fourth wall to a degree. So I think it made sense for sure to do it there. If you're a Black Mirror fan, you're going to love this. If you're kind of bored of everything in the world this i think is a really good <laughs> nice. change of pace mm. and Junior, you had mentioned this is the first right this is a new division for netflix almost. yeah so netflix i think announced in 2018 or 2017 that they're looking into interactive choose your own adventure type of stuff and at first they were looking to first do it with their children programming uh oh, interesting. to kind of help you know make kind of uh, you know, child, you know, child development type of programming with uh, like interactive, you know, educational type of um content. I, I don't know if they're still doing that. I would assume there's there's still some people working on it, but they clearly opened it up to the rest of their divisions and, and whatnot. And I think the Black Mirror division of Netflix clearly came up with a really cool idea. Um, reading through the Wikipedia page, you know, just you know, in terms of how they technically designed it. It was, you know, how they wrote the script out was they used a lot of of, of different uh, interactive software. In fact, some of the software you see in one of the endings with um, the female designer drawing the lines, I think they use something similar to that. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's it's cool. I, I think it's it's you, you know any type of innovation breeds innovation, and so. I think this just opens the gamut where, especially if you're on Netflix, you see this and then it opens up like, well, how can I do this? And what can I do with this? So that's what I'm hoping for. Like it, it's kind of scratching the surface, but it opens up a wide, you know, breadth of programming. I got, imagine if the, you know, the, you could do something interactive with the, you know, choose your own adventure style with like the great British Bake Off. Like how, how would that work? Right. <laughs> you could, you could think about it, but you know, that would be, well, or mean, some type of food cooking show. Right. I know? mean, in terms like, of interaction, though, I, I think we should clarify. This isn't the first time 
a choose your own adventure has been put out on mainstream media. Correct. Uh, more recently, just before this on Twitch, there's a production group that, so Twitch is obviously the live streaming service. They actually have a live streaming show that comes out uh, once a week. It's a two hour live stream where it's all done live, obviously. And the audience who are in the chat dictate where the story goes. It's about artificial intelligence. The idea is they turned on the stream. There's very little publicity. And the idea was this doctor introduces this robot and basically gives the audience options. And what's cool about it is they, before the show, will obviously kind of write out a general premise and idea of where things will go. And then while they're actually doing the live stream, they have the producers and directors kind of off, you know, offset, offsides, reading the chat and kind of dictating the story. That's obviously a lot more crazy in terms of you know what you need to do and you know it hasn't picked up to the point where you know there are millions of people watching it's you know a couple a couple thousand it's a little more doable but yeah to Arjun's point i think more interactivity is kind of the next step in terms of where we kind of need to go with keeping people keeping people's attention mm. uh because we are running out of like those grand game of thrones those those breaking bads those are kind of they're dipping, right? They're coming to an end. They're kind of rehashing the same thing, which, you know, like there's there's the new Game of Thrones spinoffs, right? Sure. I, I, I assume that the first season will be amazing. It will be a financial success. I assume the second season will be a gigantic mess because people are going to say, cool, more of the same. Well, I, I, think, I think people's viewing habits are changing too, right? We've very much moved into the streaming world where it's not appointment television anymore. It's I make the appointment whenever I want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also to backtrack, this is actually not the first interactive piece of media Netflix has released. Dun, dun, so dun. I, I, oh, we lied. I had talked about how they had wanted to start with children's programming, and they have. It started in 2017 with uh, Puss in Book, uh, with also some other small interactive things. Wait, did Antonio Banderas do his voice? I, I don't know. That's a good question. They also released the 2015 Telltale Games interactive series Minecraft Story Mode on their website in November of 2018. On Netflix.com? Yes. Oh, that's interesting. Dun, dun. So, dun, dun. But this this is, dun, dun. I think, certainly the, the first major release mm. that is interactive and certainly the one that's gotten the most press. Uh, and everything, and and the reception has been mixed on this big totally. time. Uh, you know, Rotten Tomatoes does do Rotten Tomatoes scores for TV uh, and some of the streaming stuff. It currently sits at, I believe, let me double check here, seventy four percent. That's pretty good. That's actually not bad. That's still good. Yeah. Uh, while Metacritic has it at a sixty one out of a hundred. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, also, we should we should also point out the fact that uh, this isn't the first form of any kind of media to do it either. Let's be honest. Books. This. Uh, well, no. But I mean, after books, video games. Video games have been doing well, right. it, this exactly, this style yes. of gaming. You could argue almost any video game is kind of like a choose your own adventure, right? Because you have control. Yeah, you get control. Or at least Actually, the illusion to of con- control. Yeah, to quote our favorite character, my favorite character in there. You know, it's a Pac-Man's not a happy game. It's a fucking nightmare. Mm. <laughs> Le- uh, actually, and I think, uh, and that raises an interesting question. After you going through this experience twice, do you view this more as a uh, a television show or more as a game? I would say it's still more of a television show. Yeah, definitely still more of a television show. Just because you don't a video game, you control where the character goes mm-hmm. and. 
mm-hmm. and potentially what order you do, there is a little more structure to this. Mm-hmm. It, it's interesting. Cause I, it, it's almost like you're you're choosing a viewing experience. Like you're choosing yes. different things to right. view. Oh, wait. Instead but to of quote the TV show, right? The main character says, oh, I give the illusion of free will and choice. Mm-hmm. We clearly think we have in... You know, when you're picking whatever you think you're getting to choose your own thing, mm-hmm. but also in a video game, though, like same let, thing. let's take like Final Fantasy for example. Oh yeah, millions of choices, but you still get kind of oh yeah driven to the same point. Exactly, sure. it's all sure. illusion, which then you, dictates. I mean, you can argue life is like that, right? Exactly. Yeah, the the illusion that you have choice, but at the end of the day, you die. Yeah, you're still, you're still programmed. You're still programmed, right? <laughs> and with for those listening right now, sure. for those listening right now, and they culture. think. They had free will to listen to us. But really, it was always going to happen. All one million listeners out there. They're all one billion they're listeners. Actually, also reading through the production of this this uh, interactive movie slash TV episode, there was a game called Bandersnatch that was developed in the mid-'80s but never uh, reached completion. So like there, a legit game? Yeah, there was a legit is this game. What is so based this is based on, on actual fact? There, there, so... There was a the Bandersnatch term also from directly from the Wikipedia page. The Bandersnatch term also relates to Bandersnatch, a planned video game by Imagine Software, one of several expensive mega games which Imagine Software worked on. Bandersnatch was never released as the company went bankrupt in 1984. Imagine's closure was widely publicized as the events leading to it occurred at the time when the BBC, well, at the time the BBC were featuring the company in its 1984 commercial breaks documentary series, and had cascading effects on the video game development industry in the UK. As an illusion, the film opens on the 9th of July, 1984, the day Imagine was closed, and the cover of cr- the crash site with the news it's featured in the film. Hmm. So was it based anyway on the the mad lunatic who wrote the book who cut his wife's head off? Is that? I think show? that I don't, I don't think that I don't think that's fictional. Bit. But you know, there are some works from like Lewis Carroll that are referenced. Obviously, um, Alice in Wonderland, The White Rabbit is referenced a lot. So there's a lot of different inspirations for the adventure and and everything. But what did you guys think of the actual story? Right, of the actual. Um, I should. I think I should start. Yes, because I do not watch Black Mirror, so I think I think I'd be a good person to start with this. Sure. So uh, I get the impression it's very much a very kind of a Black Mirror uh, uh, episode, and as, you know, from the very little I know about Black Mirror and the one or two episodes that I have seen, Black Mirror is all about uh, the dark side of technology or taking yeah t- taking technology too far and how that affects our humanity and so what i really liked about this is that it did the same it did the same thing but with real technology it was making it was making it was like a because like arjuna mentioned before it's very meta it's very it's very self-aware at other points you know during some past the character is very aware that we the people holding the Netflix controller, I mean the Apple TV controller or the PlayStation controller are controlling him and he comes to learn that and he's like, oh, shoot. You know, in other past, he realizes he's in a, an actual Netflix production, you know. So I thought it was fantastic. Uh, I really liked certain elements like the LSD trip. Um, that was really well done. Uh, it should be noted the first time we played, <laughs> Krishna had the remote for the LSD 
uh, when when you have the opportunity to take LSD or not. And Krishna, um, quite you know spirited and quite happy, took the LSD because he's like, I've never taken LSD before, but I've always wanted to. This was his <laughs> chance. That part was kind of annoying, actually. I hate you. No matter what, you end up taking the LSD. But there's a lot of things like that, right? Yeah. Like right. If, if the whole you, the whole show is like that. If, if the movie. If if you want to Think. work at the the you know telltale uh, the the gaming area, you fail. You know, as far as we yes. know, because uh, there's still a couple decisions before that which we haven't played through again, so we don't know if a different combination sure. might unlock the other one. But uh, from from what we're able to tell and what we can uh, make an educated guess on, you're right. You're, yeah. you're forced to work on the game by yourself. Right. Spoiler alert. Uh, Netflix <laughs> has also released, quick side tangent again, they've tweeted out some of the data on what people have decided. Oh, God. And so... Oh, God. Like sugar puffs, for example, the very first choice you can make is sugar puffs or frosted flakes. Uh, 60% of people have chosen sugar puffs. What is wrong with people? Or seventy flakes, man. It's 70, the way to go. Seventy-three percent of people have decided to take the job offer, um, which is interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I think that I think it's cool and it's interesting that people are gathering data, and if you want to so look it's at it's like the, a giant social well, experiment. And, and well, and what's interesting, right? Oh, one billion. Well, percent l- let's look at the the evil side of everything. Yeah, let's let's, let's get you into know? it. Let's put you know ima- the the very first product right. Sugar puffs or frosted flakes, like those are real products. Those are real cereals. You could you could put in one or two of those quote unquote product placement choices that gives the data that corporations need, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, do people want to listen to Muse or do they want to listen to the Killers? Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, eighty percent shows Muse. Let's put Muse more in commercials and stuff. Yeah, let's yeah. do this and this. Let's bump, we let's got, bump that rating in Spotify. We've got the direct data. Right, we've got the direct data. So, are you guys are aware That's of the very uh, the the current trending hashtag challenge, the ten year challenge? Yes, oh, I'm so annoyed. Pictures? That's another. It's a marketing ploy. It's a huge market. It's a machine learning ploy. Yes. So whoever came up with it is they're tracking all this data and it's being used for facial recognition. Yes. Wait, facial? Why though? Because basically, what's happening is you can give a machine, a picture of you from 10 years ago and currently, and it's going to be collecting and analyzing that data on you, mm-hmm. and it can determine logical changes in your features and so forth. Amplify that by, you know, a million people now. That's a lot of information for a machine to kind of make accurate choices and decisions in terms of how to age something, how to fake something, etc. How do people change and look and so forth? I just want to state uh, on the record here that I have not partaken in the 10-year challenge, and I... Will not. Krishna, we know that F there the are aliens. no photos of you that have ever been taken in the history of photos. That's true. There are no pictures of me with hair. Ravi, what did you think of the story of Bandersnatch? You've obviously watched all of Black Mirror. You're a big Black Mirror fan. What did you think of the story, and how does it kind of live up to some other Black Mirror episodes? Why is the mirror got to be black? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I wouldn't say it's my favorite Black Mirror thing ever. I think it's a unique take on it. But does it like crack the top five for you? I, yeah, definitely top five for sure. But that's mostly because of the how it's different, so different in terms of its interactivity. Sure. Just based on a story alone, like let's pretend it was just a straight story and there was no choices to make, right? Which I would be kind of curious to see if they have like a, you know, master cut where it's just from point A to point, you know, from the beginning to the end, no choices. How does that look in terms of a story? Does it even work? I would be curious. 
I, I think it could work. I wonder if Netflix will release kind of a few different versions of the, you know, once a few months have gone by. Like, this is the government conspiracy version. This is the you go back in time and get on the train with your mom version. This is the you Netflix kill production. This is the Netflix production version. This is the you kill your dad version. Uh, this is the, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. All the other ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would be interesting. And I mean, they probably shouldn't. Though, Netflix has done that though. I mean, they've done that with some of their productions. Like they, for, oh, really? I mean, so like for Arrested Development, when they released season four, originally it was all the individual mm. character episodes. That's a good point. And then right before season five came out, they released a new version, a new cut of it where it was cut the season was cut where each episode was more of the traditional first three seasons of multiple storylines going on at once. Mm -hmm. So they could, you know, down the road, they have access to this huge library and it's another way to freshen up your library and, and more press of like, oh, now you can just watch the traditional versions or whatever. Mm. So, Do you guys want to see more of this format or do you want it to be kind of like this like a one-off thing that you don't get too much of i don't i would like to see more but i don't want it to be oversaturated yeah, so quickly agreed. like i don't want to i don't you know i i made the point earlier of like the great british bake-off interact but that would be ridiculous right mm -hmm. so i don't want every single netflix show now to have an interactive Mm -hmm. episode all of a sudden yeah like, like tidying up interactive style what the f you know or series of unfortunate events you know interactive style avatar the well, last I mean, those airbender types of story, interactive like, like uh, the series of unfortunate events right it's not written to be a sure, choose your yeah. own, so that wouldn't work i think it would have to be original type stuff i would be curious i mean in terms of like the great british breakoff that's a reality tv show sure and they have done stuff where the audience gets to pick right where it's like vote or tweet for whatever right like american idol yes has a portion of that in their show but so that part's not necessarily new and I think if you all of a sudden film something like The Great British Bake Off and you have the option to pick this person is the winner or this person the winner, then you take away from the idea that it's reality, quote, television, right? Then at that point, it's scripted television, right? Or are we in a scripted television pilot ourselves? Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, I'm losing the thread here. <laughs> I think Arjuna has been watching... Banda uh, what? We're talking about Banda what? But that's not. What do you guys think of one thing that kind of I've been thinking about with this format is, you know, when you get to different past characters change, right? And, yes. Um, there's some obviously threads that are universal to all the character, you know, the characters' versions, but then, you know, they fundamentally change. Like, let's take the dad character for example. He, you know, in one ending, uh gets killed in another ending he's an actor in another ending he's a government agent a government agent right so does that change the character like how did how does that work like d can you be all three of those things and none of those things i think once so i i understand what you're saying sure um and i think it it works for this particular uh, show or this uh, movie episode, whatever the, the hell it is, um, because you know the the idea of parallel universes and going back in time and changing your choices it works. So for this it works, 
Now, but let's say you take a if it was a different show, right? Or if it was a if it was a different set of uh, premises that the show, a different foundation that the show was built on, it would be it would be too much of a change because now you're changing the very reality that the show's built on. Yeah. Right. Um, so I personally, I didn't have an I didn't have an, an issue with it. It did take a slight mental adjustment because then you have to get into the frame of mind where, oh, depending on your choices, you're going to see a different aspect. Or it, actually, it goes beyond that. It's like the sure. characters are actually just different. Right. Yeah. Well, like some Choose Your Own Adventure stories, You've right. you know, the character will always be the same <laughs> throughout. Exactly. And exactly. your choices will still affect things like right. oh i can't just go back and go you know if i go to the train station at six o'clock yeah i die but if i go to the police station at five thirty, that's going to change who's going to be at the train station or whatever exactly which makes sense right so you know do we do we potentially see more of that where it is more of a traditional that i think that's i think that's what it would be for most things going sure. forward because again it, it would be like what what is the premise what's the idea What's the foundation that the sh- the show or the movie, what's being presented is built on? Sure. If it's built on, if it's built on a foundation, <clears throat> where you're dealing with the very nature of reality and time travel and parallel universes, then yeah, all that stuff can change. But if it's if it's a show set like let's say in a realistic, not realistic, but you know a more conventional, how about that conventional setting, then yeah. It's going to be more. Your choices will change things, but not change entire realities. Reality. Reality is a yeah. fickle thing because it's not real. What? God anyway, damn. moving on to the actual performances of these actors. You know, they're playing multiple different endings, multiple this and that and so forth. My mic is wet. That's weird. <laughs> did you drill on it? He did. Oh, boy. It happens. Spittle. There we go. Clean that up. Anyway, who were, did we like the performances? Did I we thought think they were kind of done over the top. Was it presented in too much of a comical way? Uh, I think I think the performances were great, and you know, depending on what storyline you end up going down, I thought that each performance really reflected that storyline. Like uh, in the more the more dramatic ones, like where spoiler alert, you know, you're able to kill your dad. Like that was they acted that one way uh, when it's revealed in a different um, timeline or storyline that everyone is an actor, you know, on a Netflix production. You know, they acted that a different way. But at the same time, though, I thought everyone did a good job of being consistent. Like it wasn't like uh, it wasn't too out of the norm. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Like each one wasn't like they still were the characters, if that makes any sense. No, that makes complete sense. Yeah. I mean, part of uh, some of the interesting feedback on this is uh, the actor that played Colin, um, Will Poulter. Will Poulter, he was unfortunately in this day and age uh, bullied on the internet, and then ultimately um, decided to take a break and say, you know, I'm good with the Twitter stuff right now. And he, basically, he was kind of bullied because of his performance in there, saying he was too zany, too bizarre two out there i thought he was great honestly. i thought he was what are I people th- fucking stupid oh yeah big time <laughs> what the hell and it's not even all people it's just the select few usually it's the ones with the biggest mouths 
Those are the people, really the people with no friends and no lives. I wouldn't say that. I would. I wouldn't go that far to Sorry, like even just, generalize them that way. That is the angry part of me. I have out. no friends and no life. I do this podcast with you guys. But you don't tweet at people angrily. I don't usually tweet at any <laughs> people angrily. I don't usually. It's just, I don't usually. Know. Sometimes I do, but usually only it, Wednesdays. It's usually a comical thing. Yeah. I'm usually comical about. Yeah, it. I mean, I thought Will Poulter was great. I I really liked the complexities he showed with that character and the lead, Fionn Whitehead. Yeah, he was great. Uh, he, I mean, people might recognize him as the lead from Dunkirk. He was the oh, that's who he is. He's the lead guy. Well, it was one of the leads. We oh. all know his real lead was in that movie. Tom Hardy was not the real lead. Tom Hardy was totally. The Wait, real what about lead that guy Dunkirk? from One Direction? Wasn't he the lead? There was a guy from One Direction. Oh, Harry that? Styles. Yeah, Harry Styles. Wait, he was it? I didn't even realize. Yeah. Yeah, he did a great job, actually. He can act, which is uh, shocking. That's another movie where it kind of messes with reality in terms of time, actually. Not really. Well, it's actually just Inception because it's the three different levels of time, and the deeper you go down, right? In the air. Inception is, has nothing to do with time. It's about the dream world. Yeah, but the perception of time is different, right? Like one minute, three levels in is just like. And uh, like uh, seven uh, right. years. Right. So, like at the top level in the air, time was consistent, and then, you know. Um, on the sea, it was a little slower, and then on the ground, it was even slower. There you go. It's anyway, so Tom Hardy was the lead actor in Dunkirk. <laughs> anyway, back to the performances <laughs> of the actors and actresses in Bandersnatch. Yeah, I thought everyone did a really fantastic job because how do you even like approach an actor as like a, a director of this and say, okay, so in this sequence, we're at, we're at this storyline. Mm-hmm. So all of these things have happened, so that's your motivation for right. what's about to be said. And it's as simple as something as, you know, Sugar Puffs versus Frosted Flakes, right? Your acting needs to be slightly different for whatever reason to help kind of push the story. That, to me, seems incredibly difficult to the point of kind of... You're, all, all I can, you're getting I, into multiple headspaces, right? I did, I did get the impression. I think I, I think I said it to you, actually, the last time we did this. I was like, how many freaking takes did this thing take to make? And maybe it was like, you. I think you said... Thousands. Yeah, it would have taken I thousands. Was, of I days. was reading uh, the pre-production on this alone. They said the Black Mirror team said took four. It took about four times the regular amount right. of a regular Black, which Mirror makes episode. so much sense. Because like everything, I, I I think I forget where I read it, but I, how much footage is like if you take everything, how much footage is, is so five, five hours? hours. Five hours. So think about that, right? Five hours. And you know how much stuff gets left left on the cutting floor, right? I feel so bad for the I that. feel bad for the editor and yes. the script editor, right? The yes. on-site script editor. Could you imagine if you mislabel something? What a what my a team. god! And it, you know what? Human error. It is very possible that somebody mess something very small up, and we're not getting maybe the the final thing, or it's changed in such a way because of. Some slight human error, which is and it, 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 it might not even be a co- human error. It could be a computing error, right? Because be. there's so many interactive things where it might, it might, it might, it might have to. It's supposed to play like scene two twenty one a, but it's playing like twenty one b instead. Yeah, and there's it's it's impossible to like QC that correctly. Oh right, yeah. you know, there's gonna be some type. Uh, all of that. all you can imagine is that it was taking a very large team. Team A handles that storyline. Team B, you handle this storyline. You know. Well, the director also said mm-hmm. that there are so many other smaller Easter eggs. He doubts anyone or even himself would be able to find them all. What does that mean? I don't know. What is he talking about? I'm assuming it's footage or 
on-screen like things or maybe whatever. Hidden choices or hidden something. choices, yeah. Which, Which is got me, That got me into thinking as well in terms of this is a, a you know when a movie comes out, Lord of the Rings, you purchase it on uh, DVD or Blu-ray. That's the movie, right? It's contained on that physical disc. Yeah. You can't go and change it. This is a series that's streamed to a device in your house through the great interwebs, right? Oh, I see the actual saying. thing is housed on a server somewhere, right? So they could go in and change it. Oh, God, yeah. If they wanted to, they could go and film 100 hours worth of new footage and put in like you know 30 minutes or whatever. They could add new stuff. They could do it and not ever tell you. That would fuck me over they could seriously <laughs> decide i go in it like a going like play this like three months later and i'm like i don't remember any of this yeah they could I'm totally, going crazy they could totally do that well, and it's fascinating because it's you know that's bandersnatch but they could also do this with anything else yeah that's true they could take one of their their great british breakoff show for example yeah. and change who the winner is that's a whole other aspect and a whole other kind of like just fucking with people but Netflix could do stuff like that. And I I wonder, I doubt it's been done because of probably legal issues and whatever. But I wonder if somebody has seriously sat there and thought, why not? Let's why wouldn't just, you? Let's just fuck with everybody and change how... Um, let's change Foster Flicks to Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. Holy see shit. what happens. That would be crazy. I, I think we do have to ask this question though, right? Did Bandersnatch get you to think about real life any differently? That we're not. I mean, the biggest theme there is that we're not in control, right? And that something is. Did there. you draw any conclusions? No, I haven't drawn. Any, I've always kind of thought that though, mm-hmm. and that's how I use. That's my common excuse to use whenever I do something and someone gets mad at me. I'm like, well, I'm not in control. See, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not. You can't it's blame me. It's the perfect me. excuse. I've just been programmed by a culture. No, I didn't really look at life or reality any differently, just because. You know, I do think we're all part of the simulation mm. uh, and the great AI gods will eventually delete us. Do you, uh, just, just really? <laughs> like how you guys didn't even react to that statement. Well, because <laughs> I, I had these conversations. You, 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 just, you just reminded me of something. Oh you know, there's a scientist in Israel. You know, there's a big uh, planetary object that scientists still, you know, I think it's been there a year now. Uh, Anumanahuma. Sounds like a vacation spot. (laughs) (laughs) I can't see. Where are you going for vacation? Anamanahuma. Is that that an island in Hawaii that I didn't know about? No, it's like a giant rock. And there's a guy in Israel who is a scientist. He's a a legit scientist who's convinced it's an alien probe. And he's been arguing this for months and months and months. And everyone thinks he's a quack. And he just will not get off that train. What's his his reasoning? Uh, I I didn't read the Instagram post. Because that's what I want to know. Because that's where I get my news now. Yahoo. And Instagram. Okay, Kyrie Irving. <laughs> oh. Hey, I've done my research on Flat Earth. I've given you the I've knowledge. I've watched some videos <laughs> on Instagram. I've given you the knowledge. Um, I will say my favorite part of the whole episode is when you're tripping on the LSD and he's like, I've given you the knowledge and like his eyes are bugging oh, out. Bugging out. I'm like, at that, that was the moment watching that. I'm like, holy fuck. I took some type of drug and I'm tripping myself. That that LSD trip scene is probably is very well done. It's probably the best uh, depiction of a trip I've ever seen. I've never done LSD, so I don't know how accurate it is, but I would imagine it's pretty accurate. For also, those listening, for those listening, you know, add us at was it good and let us know how your acid trip was. Yeah, please do. I will say this: it did change reality <laughs> for me in one way. Um, before I was, you know, very open to doing LSD. Now after. 
would give it uh, a little more thought before. Why I do you think you would throw yourself off a balcony? Uh, you're just more susceptible to all kinds of uh, interesting notions. Remind me to tell you Clearly. about a tale about LSD that will definitely make me want to do it. Make you not want to do it. Yeah, I'll I will. We'll talk afterwards. It's not appropriate for the podcast. Ravi, we are an adults-only podcast, so maybe you should just tell all of our Mr. listeners. Mr. Producer, is that true? Uh, it's true. This is an explicit podcast. Well, then I'm still not saying it because. Because mom and dad listen? Potent- I don't even know <laughs> if they get to this part of this tale. It's incriminating. Could be. Anywho. Oh, I'm, now I'm really excited. Well, you could tell and then we could make it our social post. That's a good point. Wait, what? No. <laughs> you don't want to do that. So one time. Uh, so out of everything, though. So the general ending of the story, it comes across in different ways. Sure. Right? Where there's the, the basic ending where Bandersnatch is never made. Right? That's the most mm-hmm. simplistic ending. Bandersnatch is never made. Bandersnatch is made fails in some way. Bandersnatch is made. It's, it's a success. And um, the main character. What's his name again? The main character's name? Yeah, is it what? Colin? No, Colin is the uh, other guy. Is it Sam? Witwicky? Sam Witty? <laughs> uh, Stefan. 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 Stefan goes to jail for murdering either his dad and the lead uh, or the owner of the, the, the video game company. There is no real happy ending, which is very true to the Black Mirror series. Mm. There is no happy ending. Because even if the game gets released and has positive re- positive reception, yet you go to jail and it's pulled very quickly. Yep. Uh, that is basically the ending. It's just varying levels of that, that. That's the ending you get the traditional Black Mirror credits where you have the credits and then some after stuff. So I would assume that's kind of the canon ending. It's released, but you go to jail. And then uh, the developer, which is Colin's daughter, uh, tries to develop something like that in the future, and you get one last interactivity, and you can either destroy the computer or pour tea over the computer. So destroy or destroy. Um, There is, though, when we watched it the second time, there is the other different type of ending where uh, Colin, remember, tells Stefan that mirrors and deja vu are all past changing the past. Sure. And Stefan actually goes and changes his own uh, existence, essentially, by going and getting on the train with his mother. Mm. So that's another side path. Right, and then he dies in the present just in one of his counseling sessions. Mm. Right. Uh, then another one is the government conspiracy one. There's also, which ends with you not even having the choice to kill your dad. You just kill him. Then you enter the number in to the uh, doctor's office, and then you get arrested. You're right. You, yeah. And then there's <laughs> also keep track of all this. Then stuff. there's also the ending where you're in a Netflix production, mm. and then there's also the ending where you fight your therapist and get, get arrested. Tr- get dragged out essentially. Yep. So those are kind of. All the endings we got. If you got any other endings, you should tweet us at Was It Good to let us know. And tweet us your favorite. Tweet us your favorite or and your least favorite, or or at least the, the least depressing. Uh, uh, so, what was what were your guys's favorite and least favorite of those endings? Like, which did you really resonate with, and which did you kind of think were like, eh? Uh, the one, the one that at least sticks out the most is when he's able to go back in time. Yeah, and uh. uh go on the train with his mom and then die in the present. That was the one that I think like struck 
Accord the most because it was, it was like him taking control, you know, of his own destiny, right, and doing it in a very sad way. Um, but they were all great. You know, it's it's hard to really label anything your favorite or for me anything like my favorite or my least favorite because they're all available. You know, you don't have to pick sure. one. You can experience them all. You know, and I, and like Ravi said, they're not really good or bad. They just are. Well, none of them are really that good. I should say, they just are less intense or more intense. So, yeah. Ravi? That's all I have to say about that. What's your favorite and least favorite ending? I would say my least favorite ending is going to be... I don't really have a least favorite ending because then I would say that would... I would argue that's then you're not... You don't like the story, essentially. Uh, so I wouldn't say I have a least favorite ending. I say I would say my favorite ending so far. I kind of want to go back and dig into a bit more when I rewatch is the government conspiracy stuff. I feel like there's more information there, um, which kind of you know I'm all about conspiracies and that fun stuff. I, I think for me, my favorite is. Oh, no one asked. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. No one asked you. <laughs> We're so mean to him. He's crying. Trina, don't cry. Come on, you're, stop. You're, it. We're alive. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Okay. Right. Um, no one. No one still asked me, so I just gonna remain quiet. Fine, Arjuna. What was your favorite and least favorite ending? I would say for me, my favorite <laughs> ending was. I think it was the first ending we got in terms of. Uh, you know, killing the dad. <laughs> <laughs> you monster. You know, uh, that's your favorite. My. my it was it was the most interesting in terms Dad, if you're of listening to this <laughs> yeah be scared yeah no it, it was interesting to me just because you know it, it, he obviously like it, it's you know he doesn't have the control you know he he ki- you know you kill the dad and you kind of get this moment of clarity of simplifying the game and you release the good game and you go to jail and especially the way we played it that first time it it fit really well and i liked it my least favorite, I would say, has to be when you attack the uh, therapist. <laughs> it was just kind of so ridiculous. Like to me, yeah, it was just like a little too ridiculous. I don't know. But that's why it was your favorite. No, that was my probably least the favorite. most ridiculous piece. Yeah. out of everything. Oh, you honestly. hated it? No, no, I didn't hate it. It was just my least. Fa- if if I picked, a, you know, picking a least favorite, it was it was my least favorite. It took the biggest. To me, it took the biggest leap. Uh, and I think for some people it works. Just for me, it didn't necessarily work. So, hmm. interesting. All right. I mean, I think we covered the Bandersnatch up and down. But do we want? Well, and what's the ne- well? Let's up. make a decision, okay? We're we're going to sit here and wait until we get a hundred tweets to pour in, if right now. And there's no one can actually hear us because this is a podcast and not being live. <laughs> we're not even live. But right now, what should we do? Should we pour tea over this Zoom? And not release this episode, or should we finish the episode? Krishna, was Bandersnatch good? Yes, it was. Arjuna, was Bandersnatch good? Fuck yeah! Oh, oh, I see. You want to have the choices? In the wow, in the Arjuna's now swearing. What? <sighs> Ravi, was Bandersnatch porty over computer? Yes, Bandersnatch was porty over com- computer. Good. Nice. And would you guys watch slash play this again? Yeah, a couple oh, more times. Yeah, for sure. Until they go in and, sh- and I, add I have a theory. I'm just going to throw my theory right now. I have a theory that in a year they're going to add more content to it. 
Either content that they wanted to, delete content, or just new stuff. Or like a straight-up sequel. Something. They're going to add more stuff. Actually, that may be the sequel where they add more content. Wouldn't it be cool if if they made a sequel and then you could make some choices, save it, and then continue it on into the sequel? That would be cool, and I don't see why you couldn't do it. Because then it opens up like crap ton of branches if that's the case right? get your own netflix accounts and don't use my netflix anymore well you can use the profiles nope get your own wow i think that's gonna do it that has been was it good a podcast where we talk about things we care about <laughs> not what you care about but if you <laughs> do care about something let us know tweet at us at was it good or you can instagram us at was it good btm you can check us out there we have lots of cool social posts and we like to interact with people and uh it sounds like you want some friends or do the social media and follow us follow us on those we're on itunes we're on google Podcasts. we're on spotify follow us follow us there was it good leave leave us a rating um tell us what you like what you don't like leave us a review yeah tell us so that we can tell you you're wrong Oh, I like that. You're wrong. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye-bye.